ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Friday, October 25th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Well, it's a high school football Friday night across the tri-state. We've got several games we're going to talk about. Primarily, we're going to focus on probably the biggest game in the region. And you're asking yourself, which game would that be? Well, I'm not deciding, so I'm going to focus on both of them. I would say Ironton at Gallia Academy is going to be huge. That's going to be really huge because the winner of this one gets the OVC crown. Ironton comes into it 7-1, and Gallia Academy is 8-0, and we're going to have that on our web stream over at BigBuck1015.com. So you can listen to that game tonight. Josh Wellington will have the call. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes about that matchup. And then later on, uh, I really don't know how we're going to do this because uh, we're going to juggle a lot of talent, and I'm hoping that they're up to the task. We've got Huntington High and Cabell Midland coming up tonight. Now, Huntington High... You want to hear the broadcast, Adam Rogers, Woody Woodrum will have the call on that one. You can listen to it here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, you want to hear the Cabell Midland side? Hey, we've got a pretty good guy doing that game. Jason Toy will have the call. It'll be Cabell Midland-centric, and you can listen to that game on 97.9, the river. So a lot of high school action tonight. Spring Valley is off, so Matt Perry not on the show. Disappointing, I know, but we will have him back on next week. Uh, we flirted with the idea a little bit of having him on the show, but um, I know us. For some reason, we just get into a lot of comedy together, so I'm sparing you this week that. We'll get back into that madness coming up next week. But we're going to focus on Huntington and Cabell Midland. We're going to focus on Ironton and Gallia Academy. And of course, Marshall tomorrow. I know you're excited, right? Homecoming parade was yesterday. A lot of events going on yesterday. The bonfire was pretty spectacular from what I understand. Of course, you had so many different events going on. Homecoming week has really improved over the years of actually having some meaning to it, some substance to it. For many years, it just it didn't mean anything. And the parade looked like it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger over the years. And yesterday, it looked like it was pretty good. So, these things are improving. I mean, remember homecoming parades back in the day, back when technology wasn't the thing, and they had those, uh, what, paper mache Marcos on flatbeds? Look really bad. Well, thankfully, we're not in that situation anymore. Technology has improved to the point where we can make much better paper mache Marcos and with better colors as well. So the parade was yesterday. The game is tomorrow groundbreaking tomorrow for the new baseball park and that has been moved to the Chris Klein Indoor Athletic Complex again 10:30 a.m. if you didn't catch the news due to weather considerations they're moving that from an outside event to an inside event and if you plan on going here's what you need to know now if you want to park 
at the site of the new stadium along 24th Street between 4th and 5th Avenue. You can because transportation from that lot to the indoor facility is going to be provided. Also, if you've got a parking pass for Marshall's football game at 2.30, officials are saying, hey, just go ahead and use that parking pass. Yeah, park there. Park in your assigned space. Big deal tomorrow because you're going to have Jeff Montgomery, Rick Reed. You've got two Thundering Herd alum who are also Major League Baseball All-Stars. You've got President Dr. Jerry Gilbert going to be there, Director of Athletics Mike Hamrick, Huntington Mayor Steve Williams is going to be there, Thundering Herd Baseball Coach Jeff Wagner is going to be there, and of course the man himself where um, at one point I thought this man might never see this thing, former Marshall head coach Jack Cook. There'll be some other officials as well. Stadium architects are going to be there. Kind of give us a pretty good glimpse of what this thing has looked like uh, in their minds. And I've seen some of the renderings. Uh, you've seen some of the renderings as well. It's, uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I'm kind of curious to see what the netting's going to look like, uh, what the barrier between the street and the stadium's going to look like as far as, well, you're hoping some home runs are going to get hit hit that barrier instead of somebody's windshield. So I'm sure they've got that all planned and uh, what kind of fan conveniences are going to be there, creature comforts, what the sight lines are going to look like. Is this going to be a, a, a shallow park? What, what, what kind of depth are we going to look at? You know, all that stuff. I'm sure the architects will be there to answer those questions for you or at least uh, talk a little baseball stadium dimensions with you. It looks like it's going to be a pretty nice facility. And, of course, uh, Marshall's raising the money to put this together. Um, an all-star in his own classification, Johnny Bench, was on hand yesterday. Uh, he was uh, part of Homecoming Activities, Marshall Artist Series, and he announced that he was donating $5,000 to the cause. So Herd fans love him even more now. And it's really coming together. I know critics have said that this isn't going to happen there have been detractors. There have been people who basically said, I'll see it, and that's when I'll believe it. When I see it, I'll believe it. And so here's groundbreaking, and next thing you know, you're going to see the property getting prepped and ready to go for this, and then you're going to see actual construction on the facility itself. Once you break ground, once you start making things happen on the property site, you start seeing some of that construction go up. You know it's a reality, and it looks like uh, we are at that point where baseball is going to be a reality. So uh, there's a lot of people who have made this happen, but I think you have to definitely put the top of the list. At least uh, he's the guy quarterbacking it. He's the guy on the mound trying to direct the traffic and pitch the game, Mike Hamrick. A lot of people will work with him, I'm sure, to make this a possibility, but it's definitely happening now. And Never thought it would. Here it is, baseball. Going to be a reality for Marshall University, at least a baseball facility. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk a little high school football with you. We've got Josh Wellington. He's going to have the call of tonight's matchup between Ironton and Gallia Academy. And that is going to be a big one because with this game, the winner gets the OVC title. That's going to be huge. And, of course, you if you're Gallia Academy, you don't want to lose. You want to keep that win streak alive as much as you possibly can. So you get to share the OVC title if you win this one tonight, to be a little bit more accurate. Ironton Gallia Academy, the winner, share the OVC title. You could probably win it outright if you um, if you win out the rest of the way, but this is what you want to do. 
you want to win titles. And if you're these high school kids, uh, this is going to be a big one. So we'll talk to Josh when we continue. Also, we are going to talk to, and I don't know what order we're going to have these guys in because Woody Woodrum, I think, has been at the football stadium for six hours now preparing. And Jason Toy uh, just left our facility a few minutes ago to head up to the stadium. We'll talk to one of them first. Maybe we'll combine them. Adam Rogers is going to be in the mix as well. He is filling in for Chris Tatum on the Huntington broadcast. So I don't know what order we're going to have these guys on the show tonight. All three of them could be on tonight at the same time. Who knows? At that point, I'm going to maybe hit the break room, pop some popcorn. We actually have popcorn in our vending machine. Did you know that, Gabriel? Gabriel Sowards, our, our in-studio engineer producer tonight. We have, we have popcorn. You can actually buy packets of popcorn. Uh, I haven't seen the price on this thing yet. It might be cheaper just for me to go actually buy a box of popcorn. But, uh, hey, you know what? We at least have vending now. We have vending in our vending room that works. I've been told because I have lost so much money in previous machines that we have had here at the Kindred Complex here at Radio Plaza. we got more on the way. We are going to talk high school football when we continue. Josh Wellington will be with us when we come back here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Your drive presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're going to hear from Josh Wellington here in a few minutes. Ironton taking on Gallia Academy. Also, we have got the big one tonight between Huntington High and, that's right, and Cabell Midland. So that is all coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And don't forget, uh, after all the high school football action in the state of West Virginia is done, all you have to do is stay right here because we are going to have, after it's all said and done, we're going to have high school game night. Fred Persinger will have all the scores from across the state of West Virginia, and you can listen to that coming up tonight starting at 10 o'clock, definitely after the Huntington High game, but if the Huntington High game ends early, we'll get you on the air at 9.30. If the Huntington High game ends, well, what it normally ends, uh, we will get the game for you off the air and Fred on the air coming up right after that. 10 to midnight always on a Friday night, a high school football Friday night. And if you like Kentucky high school football, we've got a scoreboard show for you as well. The high school football scoreboard show takes place from 10 to midnight. Also on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So if you're looking for high school football scores in Kentucky, we got you covered there. If you're looking for high school football scores in West Virginia, we got you covered right here. High school game night coming up here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So uh, we're going to get a hold of Josh Wellington here in a minute. And we're going to talk to Jason Toy a little bit. And we're also going to talk to one Mr. Woody Woodrum. And we're going to talk to Adam Rogers. So that's the plan right now. And uh, we are getting it all situated here. Uh, it's kind of interesting 
the fact that Huntington High, um, a few weeks ago, you were kind of wondering about them. What is going to happen with this team? And then last week, it's like they put it all together. And that's one thing we're going to talk to Woody and uh, the guys about here in a few minutes. The fact that uh, Huntington High seems to have found themselves and what kind of team they are going to be. They're going to find themselves at the right time. Now, they're rated eighth. They're in the playoffs right now. They beat Cabell Midland tonight. They're going to get a bunch of points. Cabell Midland doesn't want to lose this for several reasons. One being is you want to have home field all the way until you get to the championship. That's the goal here. You want to get all the way to the championship, not having to leave. And Huntington High, probably if they get in, they're not going to have home for a deep part of the playoffs. But Cabell Midland could. If you look at this, Cabell Midland at 8-0, they could possibly end up one or two. Depending on how it all shakes out, they could end up one or two. And the thing here is, Huntington High could disrupt that. For the next couple of weeks, Huntington High could disrupt a few things because Spring Valley is still on the schedule as well, and Spring Valley would like to get themselves in a point where they can maintain home field for uh, a few weeks. Nobody wants to go to Martinsburg. Let's just put to you right there. Nobody wants to go to Martinsburg. You play Martinsburg, that's fine. If you go to Martinsburg, uh, it's even that much tougher when it comes to taking on uh, – some people think that's the uh, that's the champion again. I mean, already crown them, and you want to avoid them if possible. So, unfortunately for Huntington, they're going on the road sometime if they get in the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to be able to get in the playoffs. For Cabell Midland, they'd like to sure stay home for a little bit longer than usual, and Spring Valley, they like to get themselves to a point where they're staying at home for the majority of this thing as well. So Huntington High could go in and get a lot of points, disrupt this a little bit. Maybe have to travel in that third round. Of course, you want to be on the side of the bracket, not with Martinsburg. And it's not that you're, again, not that you're scared of Martinsburg. It's just it's the travel, playing them, the travel to get to them. They're not exactly in the most centrally located portion of the state of West Virginia. So that's the challenge there. All right, we're after the news, when we come back, uh, we're going to continue our previews of high school football right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's always fun to play for a championship or at least a piece of a championship. And that's what you got tonight with Ironton at Gallia Academy. And we stream all those games on our website for Big Buck Country. Josh Wellington joins us tonight in undefeated Gallia Academy, hoping to keep it that way. Ironton with one blemish on their record meeting tonight. The winner of this one gets a share of the OVC title, and uh, Josh is with us now on the program. How excited are these kids tonight? I know they got to stay focused, but at the same time, you, know, you always want to play for something. You know, Be it a, a bowl, if you're a college team, you want to play for a bowl trophy. If you're a high school team, you want to play for a state championship, beat your rival. You know what? Conference championship's nice, too. It is, and, and these kids are excited. You know, two years ago, this program was 5-5, five and five, went through about three years before that of 
uh, zero or one win seasons. And then last year, uh, go nine and one after a close loss at Jackson and were able to, to win their first ABC championship and looking to defend that tonight. But Ironton's got a good team and, and they're on their way in here to, to try to stake their claim to that title as well. Yeah, Ironton's no stranger to winning championships or having a playoff success. They're, um, they're back. I mean, for a while, Ironton wasn't the Ironton we all knew and grew up watching and for a lot of teams uh, not liking because of their success. But uh, they seem to be back. And really, I think this move to the OVC for them has been really good for not only the OVC, but for them as a whole. I think so, too. And, you know, you had Bob Leach there for so many years, and then um, his replacement not as successful. And then they bring in Trevin Pendleton here in the last couple of years. Um, Coach Pendleton played at Michigan State. Uh, as big a star as you can be as a tight end, Coach Pendleton was that. Um, and then he comes back to, to Ironton and has really put the attitude and the, the tradition of Ironton back into play. And they're, they're the real deal. Um, you know, they have the number one inside linebacker in the United States is ranked by rivals, Junior Reed Carrico. He also has over 800 yards as a tailback. And a good senior quarterback engaged Salyers. Um, if Gay Academy has had any weaknesses this year, it has been containing the end. And tonight they're going to have to do that or Salyers is going to take it and go. So we'll have to see just how the defense adjusts to, to those two tonight. The good news is home field advantage will play a part of this one tonight. Um, you know, if you were playing this game at Ironton, uh, you, you might want to lean towards Ironton with this one. But uh, since Gallia Academy is playing host tonight, uh, I would say that this one's in their favor. It is. And, you know, Memorial Field, I'm standing here at the top of the bleachers looking at the field. And this is as good a condition as this field has been in in, in a week nine of a season in as long as I can remember. Um, last year, if you would have tried to play this game here, it couldn't have happened. Uh, even it was so bad that the playoff game for Gay Academy last year was supposed to be at home and was moved to Jackson. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's going to be great to have the home fans. There's people piling in. The tailgating's going on down the tailgating lot. Uh, it's going to, it's going to be an exciting atmosphere. Uh, the Blue Devils did go into Tanks Memorial last year down, um, big in the, in the first half and came back and won it with about 30 seconds to go on a flea flicker. Um, and and were able to unwrap the OVC championship trophy on Ironton's field, and they haven't forgotten that. That's a good point there because um, that's a memory that I would bring up time and time again. I would have press clippings in the uh, in the box. I would have press clippings uh, practice field. I'd have press clippings everywhere. I would make up press clippings uh, to watch uh, that trophy presentation on your field. And it's not your team picking it up. So, yeah, I'm looking for an exciting one here tonight uh, between these two teams. But, uh, really, this isn't going to be – I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. You, you tell me. It looks like this is going to be uh, just old-fashioned high school football. It is. And, and Gay Academy missing uh, their junior tailback, James Armstrong, um, had a knee injury against Colgrove a couple weeks ago. So he's still out. So we're looking for Michael Beasy, possibly Cade Roberts out of the backfield. Um to try to give the Blue Devils some running space. They, both teams like to run the ball. You'll see a lot of, of power football by Reed Carrico and Ironton and a lot of jet sweep uh, motion from Gay Academy. But it's going to come down to who wins up front. Gay Academy averages probably 270 across the front on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, I, it's going to come down to who can make, who can make the hole for their back. And, and again, it's also going to t- take – uh, lack of turnovers and Ironton has been a bit, um, a bit 
careless, I guess, uh, with the football. A lot of turnovers, some dumb penalties, as has been said by their coach. Uh, so they're going to have to keep that under wraps. Or Gay Academy's defense uh, just might be able to do something. Galley Academy, how balanced do you think they're going to have to be tonight to uh, to beat Ironton? Uh, it looks like they're going to have to be both a threat with the air and the ground game. I know the ground game is probably the strength there, but how much of a, a balanced attack do you see tonight? I think that you have to have some uh, some throwing from Noah Vanco, the junior quarterback, his first year starting, uh, just because they will be able to do what Portsmouth did and and what Rock Hill and Fairland, you know, Fairland had uh, five man front, uh, everybody in the box. So if you if they can key on that backfield, uh, it's going to be a rough night, I think. But if you can can keep them guessing a little bit, a lot of speed on the outside for Gay Academy with um, Briar Williams, sophomore, also Donovan Woodson, a sophomore. Both of those kids running in the neighborhood of a four six forty. Um, Williams with four touchdowns in a game earlier this year. So they have the speed, so you, they can get behind you if you do commit too many to the box. But at the same time, the strength is in the running game. Josh Wellington joining us tonight. The game, of course, on streaming. You can listen to it by going to our website. Big Buck Country's website is bigbuck1015.com. And Gallia Academy hoping to claim a share of the OVC crown. Playoffs coming up soon. Um I know this one's going to go a long way as far as uh, securing a good playoff spot. A lot of points on the line for both teams here. Yeah, there are. There, are, you know, Ironton comes in eight and one. Their only loss against Ashland, and you know, home field advantage in the playoffs is something that Gay Academy is looking for. It's been a while since there's been a home game here at Memorial Field for the playoffs. So, looking for that. Um, just uh, encourage everybody tune in. The Holzer Health Systems pregame show starts at six thirty. We've got a nice interview with quarterback Noah Vanco um, before the game, and then kick off at seven o'clock, and we'll have all the action uh, all night, and we'll follow these Blue Devils as far as they go all season long. All right, Josh. We'll talk to you next week as uh, Ironson takes on Galley Academy tonight. And again, you can go to our website. It is BigBuck1015.com. Good talking to you, Josh. You too. Thanks, Paul. That's Josh Wellington. Uh, when we come back from break, I don't know what combination we're going to get. We've got 50 play-by-play guys, it feels like, covering one game tonight. We've got Huntington High, Cabell Midland. They're playing for that shield. Maybe we'll have Woody Woodrum. Maybe we'll have Jason Toy. Maybe we'll have Adam Rogers. I don't know. But we'll find out when we continue with break here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football Friday night in Huntington. Big time matchup between Huntington High and Cabell Midland. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Or you can listen to the uh, the alternate feed. That'll be on uh, 97.9 The River. Uh, I believe Woody Woodrum is with us now. I don't even know who we got. Is it Woody? Is it is it Adam Hi. Rogers? It's Hi. Woody. I'm Woody. I'm Woody Woodrum, and I'd like to welcome Adam Rogers. Hello to Jason your broadcast. Hello. Whoa. Hello. 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 Three Stooges tonight. 
Gentlemen, it's good to have you all together. Um, Battle for the Shield uh, just amped up after Huntington High's performance last week. Uh, we're going to have a ball game tonight, I hope. I think it's good. I think it'll be. It doesn't matter what the records are. I think it's always a, it's always a ball game when you get these two teams together. It doesn't matter if it's here or if it's in Ona. I mean, this is this is what rivalry is all about. Well, we had two matchups last year. Had the game in Ona yeah. and uh, Week Nine. Cabell Midland taking the Shield back last year in a, a close ball game, twenty-one-seven, and then losing here at Bob Sang Stadium in the first round of the playoffs, fourteen-seven. Another really close ball game. So, I mean, again, it doesn't matter what the records are, who's on the teams. I mean, roster-wise, players come and go. This is always a really hotly contested game, year in and year out. And twenty-seventh game played in the series. It's fifteen and eleven. Cabell Midland, but it you know since Billy Seals has been here, it's been much more competitive. Uh, Seals have gone two and zero in the postseason, which has mm-hmm. been really big. But uh, you know, I I think if if I was doing this game tonight after the Hurricane game last week, we didn't know what we'd see. If the same team that plays Capital shows up for Huntington tonight, they will give Cabell Midland all they want because it was like a different group of kids out there last week. And I know they got some guys back. Diallo Mitchell came back from injury. And then his brother, Geronimo Mitchell, comes back, picks off a pass. He had six last year. Chris Brown comes in, makes two catches. And B.J. Summerlin, who at 325 is a load, was eating up two blockers all night on Capitol. So those kids seem to pick up the other seniors, and they all played better. That's one thing with on the other side for Cabell Midland. They've, you know, one thing that Midland's discovered this year, they got a defense. And they got a pretty stout defense that doesn't give up too many points and too many yards. And, it's been, uh, been, I think, one of the big things. You know, offensively, we've done 400, 500, 600 yards a game, but that's what you kind of typically expect from a Midland type of team. And we've started passing the ball a little bit, but it's one of those deals, Woody, that when you look at from Midland, you kind of take what the defense has given you. Last week, they weren't putting a deep safety on the field for Beckley, so Midland was just able to toss some passes down there and make some completions, get some touchdowns, and add a few stats that they normally don't get stats for when you look at that final line. But – you know, it's the ground and pound, run the football on the ground. You know, they got, you know, they had several injuries to start things off the first couple of weeks of the season. But that's, you know, Adam Rogers and I have done a couple of games together this year, and it's next man up, and that's one of the great things. Next man has stepped up, and they've developed some pretty good running backs and uh, wing, and uh, and split ends and wing backs that can be able to uh, to take care of the football. J.J. Roberts, who's battled through his injuries, is getting stronger and stronger every game as well. So I think a lot of that too, Adam, is he hasn't played – since his, the injuries happened, he's been primarily offense, hasn't played defense, but about two plays. And it's kind of crazy considering he's still the defensive back commit for Wake Forest and yep. hasn't played yeah. defense really at all this year. And, um, I mean, his offensive attack has been exceptionally good with running the football, especially coming back after that ankle injury where he's kind of hobbled against Hurricane left after a big run in the first quarter. And, uh, I mean, he's come back and really led this offense back to what it was expected to be despite losing a couple of other options there at uh, running the football. But I think Huntington High's biggest problem is it's just gotten in its own way more often than not this season so far. What do you go back to the GW game earlier this season? A couple of muffed kicks and uh, set GW up on really short field position to be able to go down and score. It's been uh, hit or miss in terms of putting together a full game so far for the Highlanders. And I think losing a couple of guys early on with eligibility stuff and some injury stuff has plagued the Highlanders so far. Yeah, they did. They shot themselves in the foot in the GW game, and then they just didn't play at all, really, against Hurricane. It was almost, you know, they don't have an open week, but I guarantee you that's what the coaches thought they did. The players took an open week there. Uh, and the the game against South Charleston just got crazy. I mean, they're just shooting out. But I can tell you the defense that was stout last week uh, against Capital, they had uh, 12 tackles for loss, five quarterback sacks, nine pressures, three passes broken up, an interception. 
and a block point after touchdown. And really, that was on the heels of an, another long drive. Hurricane took the ball in the third quarter, drove for nine and a half minutes, scored, kind of put the game away. Capital gets their first possession, goes eight and a half minutes, scores, but Chance Jackson blocks his second PAT of the year, and he just flipped the switch after that. Huntington was a different team, and their defense played really well last week. And I'm not going to take anything away from Huntington because I think they're a really good ball team. they got so much uh, talent and athletic ability on this team. And like you said, you got the guys that are coming back to starting to finally become more of a team for this year. But going back to that Capitol game, and it's nothing against Huntington High deal, that is the most – out of all the Capitol teams we've seen over the years, this year has been the most inconsistent Capitol team I have seen. I One week they a, play awesome, next week yeah. can't get out of their own way. Well, and the other team is like that at South Charleston. Yeah. How in the world is a team with all that talent two and five? I mean, I, I just don't know. You know, you you, you got to start wondering: is it coaching? Is, is it what? Because they've got kids that should win. So well, and you know, I'll say this: I mean, but I've heard from folks at Spring Valley, and you know, you know, I've heard it, Adam, and all that as well. And with you guys, and what I've seen elsewhere, really undisciplined. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of a lot of it with South Charleston this year. And I know we uh, Midland's got to play them the week after next. We got a bye week next week. Uh, but I tell you what, that's just kind of a surprising deal. I think we in that game, there was 150 yards of penalties on South Charleston yeah. and 100 on Huntington. I mean, if you're going to play on discipline, you're going to have some people punch back and you're going to get penalties. And Fortunately, Huntington is way cut down on the penalties. Uh, and I was going to say the same thing about Midland. That was Midland over the last couple of years yeah. of averaging about 100 yards and penalties, a lot of unsportsmanlikes. And, you know, and that's one of the things that I talked with Coach Sammons about here, and I'm sure Coach uh, Billy Seals has talked about the same thing. you got a rival game. Tonight, you know emotions are going to be up. you got to right. keep those emotions in check on both sides of the football. Oh, no doubt. One of the things Billy Seals said in looking at tape on, on the Knights, he said, I don't know if they're the best team in the state, but what they do is not get outfought down the stretch. And he pointed directly to the wins in the close games, the 28-21 over Spring Valley, 26-21 over Capitol. Mm -hmm. He said, they just look like Spanky. They were a team that was never going to fold late in the game. Yeah, the Knights defense, like Jason said earlier, has been the biggest surprise, I think, coming into this year, how well this team has played, especially with the loss of Chandler Schmidt, a really good safety for them uh, being out for the last several games. And the loss of J.J. And, and, yeah, too. J.J. Roberts yeah. not playing a lot defensively. Um, so, I mean, with them having a lot of younger players stepping up and playing important roles, and then the offense just continues to do what it's been known to do the last couple times, except, as we mentioned, getting out of its own way by not racking up those penalty yards. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's been the biggest difference for Cabell Midland so far is that those penalty yards aren't killing drives like they used to in the past. You know, one thing is I was looking through Dennis Ball's stats. The legendary well, Dennis yes, Ball. Yes, yes, and, and Dennis <laughs> does a great job. And, you know, uh, Cabell Midland is actually minus two in tur turnovers, but their points off turnovers, 54 points for the Knights off of, of 14 uh, or 16 turnovers and 21 for their opponents. Now that – <clears throat> that's opportunistic football right there. I mean, if you can score when you get turnovers, you're going to beat a lot of teams. And if you can keep them from scoring on short fields yeah. where a punt drop or a, a pass is intercepted, then you're going to win a lot of games. And, and, and I, I think that's what Billy says about that team. They fight hard to the end, and that's a big indicator of that. And, Paul, I think that's one of the big things here tonight, the team that makes the least amount of penalties, least amount of mistakes here, and that's holding on to the football. And you got to be great in this type of an atmosphere, in this type of a game, all three phases, offense, defense, and you got to make it work on special teams. Cabell Midland gave up a special teams touchdown late in the game last week that they, uh, believe me, they had to work a lot on in practice this week. <laughs> uh, but it is a, um, I mean, the team that makes the least amount of mistakes yes. here tonight is going to win the ball game. 
and weather might be a factor before this one's done. Yeah, it's yeah. sprinkling a little bit here now. Uh, hopefully the rain passes through here. But you know the one thing we need here, we need Paul Swan to come out and hang out and enjoy That's the true. game. It would just complete the whole I know. whole environment. They would probably tonight. let him present the shield. If yeah. it, you know, if there you want. go, Paul. Would that work for you? I would do that. Let's plan on next year. Let's do um, a <laughs> – oh, Well, see, next year it's an Ona. And here it's in your own backyard tonight. I will drive the Ona for you guys next year. Okay. (laughs) I'll do that. I'll drive the Ona, and we'll we'll have a trophy presentation. We're going to hold you to that, Paul. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that next year. Hey, that's fine. I mean, one thing I I do need to mention real quick before we get too far away from it, lose on time, because I just saw the the trailer pulling in across the way there. Yeah. Congratulations to the Cabell Midland marching band. Eight times in a row, eight times state champions. How about that? They wow. picked up, took home the title last week in Charleston. So they didn't come to, to Beckley to our game out there. We were out without a band on that road trip, but they uh, stuck around, practiced, and went out and won another uh, state championships. They are getting ready. Uh, first week of the playoffs, they will not if you know Midland's home, which if they can then continue should be at home. Um, they won't be there because they're going to be at the national championships <laughs> in Indianapolis. Wow, so, yeah. That's weird. Maybe we they to, can we, rent a band. We have to go yeah. to the CK so Pet fo- Band. Football game without a band. That'll be <laughs> CK strange. Alumni Band. We'll get to right. come Billy on out Corbell there. Billy and his boys. <laughs> what about the Marching Thunder? What are they doing? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The 15th? Well, they'll be playing a game. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a Friday night That's game against La Tech. That is going to be a busy night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what are they doing? I mean, come on. Put, put them out there. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll work on that trophy presentation for next year. We'll get it sponsored so we can make some money off this. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a plan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. works for everybody it will present a new refurbished shield, maybe something nicer. <laughs> I mean, because I like the handwritten stuff on it that works. Yeah, yeah, but I uh, know we would need we need something classy like the CNO bell. I mean, something you know. <laughs> yeah, you know he loves that bell. Come that on, that's a bell, gentlemen. That's a bell. That's a true. <laughs> that's a true bell trophy right there. Uh, but uh, no, the the shield. Um, it's uh, one of the um, one of the long standing traditions in high school football. Okay, what am I? Kidding! It's uh, it's no flying games. helmet, gentlemen. Games in. <laughs> What's that? Well, it's twenty-seven games now 27 with the shield. Games. Yeah, it's yeah. it's no flying helmet. I'm I'm just gonna say that honestly. Where is the flying helmet? It's in the trophy case up at uh, Huntington High. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Really? Right. Yeah, and it's got the. They have a. They last time I saw it, they have a nice little display. Uh, you know, with uh, pictures of both Huntington East and Huntington High, and uh, the uh, the struggles for the uh, the flying helmet, which. Um, Again, one of the most unique trophies I've ever seen, and I'm not biased or anything by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. No, not at all. So, uh, yeah, that's where it's at right now. Uh, where do they keep the shield, Jason, usually? Where, where's that stored? Usually whoever's trophy case. Right now it's uh, been in the uh, Cabell Midland trophy case when you walk into the uh, – into the uh, the uh, not the auditorium, but the where the uh, arena is. Yeah. Okay. You walk in there in that area, in that concourse. Okay, so uh, tonight uh, the shield back up for grabs and um, – We'll have that for you. Of course, uh, this is um, this is going to be broadcast on every platform known to man tonight, Jason. <laughs> yeah, digital broadcast. You'll be able to uh, to watch the game with with Woody and Adam here tonight, and uh, leading the commentary on on our Kindred Digital uh, High School Sports uh, Game of the Week, High School Football Game of the Week, and it's uh, it's going to be a good one. It always is. You know, and one other thing too, not you know, getting away a little bit from ours. I know. Did you talk to Josh earlier, Paul? Yes, I did. did so I think that game tonight with Guy Academy and Ironton is going to be a special game tonight. That one has got the potential to be a great one. Yeah, Ironton just dropped number three in the yeah. state of Ohio for 
its classification. So I mean, it, it has a lot more importance too. And for the just, OVC yeah, title for the tonight OVC too. Title. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, it's a yeah, big, big game. Having a big year. Uh, undefeated. I mean, you can hear that game. Bigbuck1015.com tonight, six thirty. The double plug for the double game. Double plug. There you go, right there. Plug <laughs> for his radio station is what you mean. PD director's dream. <laughs> You know Making what? it happen. Making it happen. Making it happen. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a big one tonight as well. So uh, we'll have that one for you. And, of course, uh, this one with uh, 50 play-by-play men all in one booth tonight uh, covering <laughs> this one here. Never uh, enough. No, it's not. I, I don't know why. I, I know why. But I don't know why we just don't have this multi-broadcast, you know, the way ESPN does. And we'll just have, like, yeah. I mean, we could put one of you in the Booger Mobile. we should do. I mean, yeah, yeah. we could have, like, could b- a, like a, a Booger uh, McFarlane-type cart for one of you down on the sidelines. I mean, <laughs> Put I'd some, do it. Actually, I mean, put would, somebody on yeah, the sidelines. Yeah, I could do that. Remember yeah. the old days when we used to put people on yeah, the sidelines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? What happened there? We, <laughs> yeah. we used to have multitude of people doing these games. I don't know what's happened, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what when we the need to do? died, it was not replaced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to have um, – we need to have uh, – we need to go back to that, I think. But uh, I, I digress here with um, – with this broadcast. So, uh, again, uh, you can listen to it tonight on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also on uh, Jason's um, broadcast will be on 97.9 The River. We have the video stream on all of our Facebook pages. And, of course, you can go to WRVC.com. And if you want to tune in instead to Ironton and Gallia Academy, that will be on Big Buck's website. That's BigBuck1015.com. Gentlemen, uh, we'll do this again next week. And uh, maybe we can just get you all in, all in the studio. And we'll just uh, preview everybody's game next week. How's that? All do it together. Good. We said hello. Let's say goodbye. goodbye. All right. That's, um, that's Jason Toy. That is Woody Woodrum. That is Adam Rogers. And that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Back on Saturday, we'll be here at 11.30 a.m. for College Football Today. For studio producer, Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 7BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.